sequence. Buckles on a jacket, that's a leak shit. Nike Cortez got a thief. <laughs> yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode 14 of I Plead the Culture. I'm your co-host, Casey St. James. Yeah, and this is Happy. Yeah, and sorry for that little riff in the intro right there. We just couldn't help ourselves. This it's song, such a good song. This just makes me want to dance, bro. Yeah. You've seen the, the music video I directed for this, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. That epic music video. Yeah. Shout out, Traeger. We'll post that on our uh, I Plead the Culture close friends on Instagram. Close friends, for sure. I don't think we have that yet set up. Ding. Ding. Life Light bulb just, just went, went off. off. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. We should definitely do that. Yeah. If you um, want to be on our close friends, you have to put a plea in on the website. For sure. Yeah. Check the website once again. Yeah. It is such a hit. Though. Can you can you actually hit the two C slide? What do you think? Well, I don't know. I mean, no, it's I, a, I can't. He tells you what to do. No, I right foot up, left foot slide. No, for me, it's too many steps. Yeah, that's fair. I'm lost after two steps of anything. Can you crank that? Of course. Okay. Obviously. Just making sure that's, that's like the bare bones minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can crank that. Um, I, I can't. Uh, new boys jerk. I was just about asking you. Yeah, jerk. that's probably the other big one. No. Dougie. Um, no, probably that. No, as that's well. It's just moving your shoulders. And... Yeah, and I think I could only hit the crank that because I was in seventh grade. Nice. So I had no shame. Yeah. About anything. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really have much of a. Yeah. Uh, grasp of what people would find embarrassing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I will post that video though because it is a hit. It's a hit. Yeah. Uh, there is something that I was been I've been thinking about this week because it just came out the um, Apple Worldwide Web Developers Developers Conference. Conference. Yeah. What do you think about the Vision Pro? I feel like that's something you're so something that you would get, and you probably saw that commercial and like, oh, I'm getting that. I can watch movies. Yeah, I can movies. Do this, I, can, I can I can multitask. I'm gonna get it. Really? Yeah. Thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm putting it on credit, free money. Well, we could put that towards the podcast. That's what I'm saying. We can. I would be able to edit this podcast so quickly if I had that. I think <laughs> you couldn't. Yeah, bro. I'm literally just cutting. And like... <laughs> Wait, how how does that help you with the podcast? I don't know. I, I meant we could use the thirty five hundred dollars for other stuff. Oh. Like pay guest spots. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant, <laughs> thought you meant it would help me edit quicker. How and... much do you think it would take to get Kavon Looney from the Warriors on the pod? Um, he might do it for free, knowing how big fans we are. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so Loon, if you're if you're listening to this. <laughs> Either free or we got thirty five hundred because Casey, you're not buying the Vision Pro. I'm gonna buy it. It's so sick. If if you guys don't know what the Vision Pro is, look it up. It looks like the Oculus essentially, but they're literally saying it is augmented reality computing. To it's, me, it, it's a step in the wrong direction. It's too Black Mirror for me. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You're just too much of a Black Mirror like enthusiast to no accept <laughs> no. what is going on here with no, Apple. No, 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 they're no. revolutionizing. Literally the game again, again, bro. But but we need to be able to call stuff like that out when it goes a step too far. I don't think it's going like, too far. Like, it looks uh, so uh, sick. I watched the ten minute video and it looks just so sick. You are such a nerd. Well, bro, <laughs> sue me. I. What 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 don't you what like about it? The step that has gone too far for me in this case, where it would be different from like an iPhone, where you're just trying to create more productivity, make things easier. This is creating a different version of reality. People are putting on the glasses or whatever you want to call them, the Vision Pro. The Vision Pro. To see the same things that they're seeing in reality, but just through a virtual version Inter of that. Interface. Right, which to me, the, that, that is where you, then you start 
It's a slippery slope. No, but I think like, well, I, you're a big HBO guy, as we said in the last podcast. Massive. Imagine wa- being able to watch HBO like you're sitting in a movie theater because you can make the screen massive. It's a, it's a fully immersive I, experience. So I get that and I get that that works for me because I'm single, don't have a girlfriend, so I can plug them on and watch it myself. Sure. So for me, I should be a bigger fan of the Vision Pro because I'm tapping into HBO and I could do that by myself all week. Yeah. But if you're doing that with Tatiana – yeah, and I'm, you gotta get two. That's seven. Yeah, fuck it, Tatiana. So. I'm buying you a Vision Pro. <laughs> we're gonna finance it, and we're just gonna be able to watch completely immersive. Well, because you would think when I watched the commercial, it it was like, well, this is only made for a person who's watching movies alone. Yeah, but you, and wait, then I'm thinking, wait, that's me. I watch movies. No, alone. I know, but you're also thinking of it from a singular viewpoint too. Like you're just thinking of it coming from the angle where you're going to be watching movies on it. You can compute on it. You can FaceTime others with it. There's so many more functionalities you can do with it. I, I bro, I promise Let's you. Let's talk about the FaceTime part then. In the next, what, what about it? You know what they're doing with it. Yeah. It's not, when you put the, when you put the. You, the, you, you put it, you scan your face and then it's like a AI version. Yes, bro. <laughs> That is too much. Okay, that is too much. Think about this. It is important that we push back against it. Think, and, I, and I want as a podcast what about this? Wouldn't to this be, be cool? clear. Wouldn't, wouldn't this be cool though? For You got the wrong guy. For 50 bucks, you're sitting courtside at the Dubs game, being able to look at it through the, the Vision Pro. But you're sitting courtside live would be insane you're touching wood without leaving the comfort of your own house we have touch wood though me and you respects yeah, yeah thanks for that and that i was don't an think my coworkers game. ever gonna give me those tickets again sadly not. i know but that was the chase club if you haven't been amazing experience yeah i but that's the thing you can't would you not be happy with that though no i wouldn't because you can't you can't replicate the experience as it was that's one of the one that's of the fair. best nights of my life yeah i, I could shed a real tear right now and trying to replace that with some shitty, as you said, augmented version of it, it just doesn't work for me. It would be super cool if you just pay for NBA TV and they just yeah, give yeah. you that option to watch every game from, so, the, from courtside. So what do you think? Does it create um, more equity among, amongst the viewer where a viewer can enjoy the same experience without having to spend the same amount of money? For sure. Because that, if you look at it from a class point of view, I'd be more inclined yeah, to because, that. Yeah, because, bro, like, not everyone can afford courtside tickets. We didn't buy go- them, to be clear. Yeah, 100%. We didn't buy them. Maybe with this podcast, if it ever blows up, we can. <laughs> but what I'm saying is it's just, like, sure. not everyone can afford to hit the Chase Club, touch wood, right? So, like, this can offer an experience to people that might not have it. I, I agree with that. Yeah, but once you start offering alternative reality experiences there is no going back that's and, fair and and the problem is the problem becomes addiction to that experience yeah to where you can't get your you can't get those glasses off i mean it's not uh, i think people there's a time and place to wear them obviously but I'm people, them. people aren't gonna realize that it's I'm, like the same thing like people talk about like oh i i'm not a pothead i there, there's a time and place for smoking weed that's how it always starts, and then you just end up. So you think these? The time. You think these people are going to be wearing them on Bart? Yes, I do. I All think right. that would be a great place to wear them. Actually, you, then have fun getting bipped. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bart is a shitty experience. I would want to live outside the reality. The of The only two places I'm wearing this, three, excuse me, work, home, <laughs> and on a plane. <laughs> so your entire existence yeah work home or on plane all right so you're proving my point once again it feels like spotify versus apple i'm like driving with them on 
<laughs> I said, ooh. Yeah. Um, anyway, speaking, <laughs> speaking of Apple, right? I don't think we really do- dove into the topic of this episode, right? It's going to be based on social media and the influence that has on hip-hop, rap, and the art. Yeah. And speaking about Apple, I think a product, obviously, that has changed our world is the iPhone, mm-hmm. right? We basically have a computer in the palm of our hands, ready to go 24-7. We get updates on sports, music, lifestyle, fashion. Every single thing you could want, we have access to anytime we want, right? So social media is, is a massive, massive thing, and it's a very, very powerful entity and powerful beast. How do you feel that impacts the music industry? Do you think social- As a whole? As a whole. Do you like think- net positive or net negative? Net positive, net negative, only in, only in regards to music. Specifically, not-, not like is social media good for the whole? Yeah. Just, just in terms of hip-hop rap and, and what our podcast is about. It's a good question. I mean, in general, I would say if you can get more eyes on a product, get more people to have the experience, that's, that's a good thing. But I would say in the last few years, it's sort of gotten out of hand, which brings us back to the earlier conversation. We people need people who are in decision-making positions need to draw a line. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, it's good that people who might not have been exposed, people who are making good music, who might not have been exposed 10 years ago, now they can. Yeah. You know, it, it opens up, much like we talked about in the streaming episode, it, it gives a larger audience to a larger amount of people. The access. Yeah, it makes it, e- yeah, the access. It makes it easier for people to connect with music. Mm-hmm. So I think overall it's a good thing, but much like the Vision Pro, it's a slippery slope. For sure. And you don't want to get out of hand. Yeah. I mean, what would your thoughts be no i i wholeheartedly agree with that statement i just think the issue for me really starts to become evident when you have artists that are specifically tailoring songs right of course for their platforms like tiktok instagram twitter right let's like when they're when when artists are like i'm gonna make this song for tiktok and tiktok only to get people to dance and then get my streams up then that's where I have a problem with it. Yeah, and I think that that point is important because certain social medias work in different ways. Mm-hmm. For example, Twitter can be negative in the music space in that, as we've always talked about, albums come out on Thursday nights. If for whatever reason you live on the East Coast and an album drops and then you wake up and Twitter is saying, this album sucks, this album sucks, this album sucks, you might be less inclined to listen to it. You're scared a little bit. Yeah. Much like the uh, – it's like we can't go an episode without mentioning him. But Jack Harlow's first album, not the most recent one, but the one before that. Come home. The kids miss you. Yeah. Was so abused on Twitter that I think it turned people away from listening to it and even giving it a chance. And then like we talked about with last episode, there's confirma- confirmation bias that exists. Yeah. It's funny though because when I, f- I think the first single or like snippet he teased from that album was First Class, and he only teased the chorus on Twitter, and everyone thought it was going to be a massive hit. They were like, holy shit, this dude is in his bag. 
And then the project came out and it flopped. Right. And that's a, a good example because people who misuse sampling, a lot of the times I feel like it is for TikTok. And the specific example I will give, and, and I love her a lot, Coyle Ray, mm-hmm. big fucking fan. I really like her entire energy, what she brings to the genre, but you can tell that she is making a lot of her songs for TikTok and specifically using samples to get people interested. So Players, for example, yeah. was a sample that she used. Yeah. And and she makes a lot of her music for TikTok. Yeah, but I also think she was a little big before TikTok, no? Not not really. No. She has that she has that track with Gunna that blew her up, I think. Before. No, that that didn't blow her up. She she released a whole album that had a ton of features on it that I think sold 10k in the first week. And what? again, this is coming from somebody who's as big of a fan of her as exists. I just you can see how cheap it is in some songs that she's making seem to be wanting to blow up on TikTok. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And I, I and I guess you both you and I have a reputable 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 base to stand on because we did see her live. With little baby. With little baby. Correct. Yeah. We've been fans from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And I don't like that people pile on her and I feel bad contributing to that because I, I from my perspective it's more that she has a lot of potential mm-hmm. so like we saw with spider-verse i really liked her song on there Me i think too. she is really capable as an artist i just don't want her to do the easy thing and just do samples and then put them on tiktok and people dance no yeah she has good melodic flow i think tiktok existing makes it easier for some artists to put stuff out knowing that it can get a certain amount of listens and, and, and oftentimes, it's probably not the artists doing that. It's the labels. They're, the labels are telling them to do so. Yeah. But I also think the artists probably I'm sure they to. don't mind. Yeah. Certain ones, I'm sure don't mind. I'm sure she doesn't mind. If they tell her, sample this song, it'll go crazy on TikTok, and you'll have another Billboard Top 10. Yeah. She probably says no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Which fair. is fair. Which is fair. What do you think about artists where... They don't necessarily make the song for social media, but it blows up because of social media. And a big example that I like to use for that is obviously Blinding Lights, right? So Blinding Lights came out, what, like November 2020? Mm-hmm. It was big amongst us yes. fans. For multiple reasons. Yeah. Then the world shut down, right? And it became, it became a massive, massive beast. Yeah. And just went completely global. It made him what the number one streamed artist in the world for. I want to. Blinding say, like, Lights is the most streamed song of all time. Fifty-two and, consecutive weekends. Shout out the weekend. And that would have never happened without COVID and without TikTok. Yeah. But I do. That example is probably the single example that was what this episode is about. Yeah. That song, the way it blew up, the timing of it was changed the way TikTok is viewed. It has changed the way the music industry works with TikTok. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. It was it was a good song. It was a great single. A ton of people were listening. A ton of people liked it. I love that song, obviously. Duh. But it took on a whole new life of its own when COVID happened and people started doing the dances with their families, which was you know cute in the moment. And he obviously didn't make it for that purpose. But everything after that was different. Yeah. 
that made people that made artists and labels more importantly labels realize that there is money to be made by creating a specific sound for TikTok. But I also think Blinding Lights also probably influenced him a little bit in terms of the success it had. In terms dropping of how- it, dropping it as a single in terms of the success it had and then tailoring it cuz he did lean in to the 80s sound a lot. No? Well, no, definitely yes, but he didn't make that song for for social media. Yeah. No, he made it for for the specific sound, yeah. knowing that people would like that kind of sound. So you don't. He think- might have done that more for Stranger Things being really popular and it sounding like a Stranger Things intro. That's what yeah. I always thought. Vecna. Before- yeah. Right. <laughs> like I, Blinding Lights could have been an intro to Stranger the Things. show, and I would have gone nuts. Because yeah. big fan of that as well. Speaking of Vecna, what would be your Vecna? <laughs> my, my, what would be your Vecna? Have song? we never addressed? I don't this? think so. Mm. Do you have yours on top of mine? Because I might need like 30 seconds. Um, what is our Vecna song? That's Oof. a hard question. Everyone type it, in, type it in your plea form. Yeah, I'm interested to hear what other people's are. <laughs> You're pulling up, pulling up my music. phone. I'm pulling up my phone. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can think about it off the top of the dome. Um, okay, I, I actually do have mine now. Okay. Rock and roll. Push your T? By Push your T and Kanye, for sure. Yeah. I bust out of the upside down if they played that. Mine probably might be like Feel No Ways. <laughs> That's a great one. A Vecna song? <laughs> you hear that? You hear that? You hear that uh, Majid Jordan like <laughs> yeah. synth come in? I'm, I'm running away from Vecna. Ve- Vecna would be scared. Scared, bro. Shitless. He'd be like, the, holy shit. Running the opposite direction. Feel no ways. That's another thing I wanted to bring Probably up though. Turn his head. Yeah, in terms of Vecna songs, right? Like that Kate Bush song literally blew up all over social media. Good point. Because of Stranger Things and like people were making like what TikToks reels. But, but you don't necessarily need social media to be the bridge between the show and the streams. True. That's true. They saw the show, they'll stream it. Yeah. I don't think the the middle part is necessary. It's, I'm sure it helped. Yeah. No doubt. But like in terms of like classic songs too, I think like social media has that power to yes. bump revenue of songs that have come out. She so went number. Long she went number one. No, I'm like yeah, not even like Kate Bush, but like Fleetwood Mac, <laughs> right? Two um, two words we should never use on this podcast. Yeah, but you know what or I'm saying. Three depending no, on the, how they No, the spot. one of the OG no uh, skateboarding down. No, no, you're not thinking of Fleetwood Mac. You're thinking of. Uh, I think it was Fleetwood. Is Mac. Is that Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, I, but it's dreams. Like, yeah, it's the OG, like, yeah. skateboarding down. Like, he literally made Fleetwood Mac racks off that Straight video, up. Right? He, I think he's in, in the pen right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they discarded him, but that that's the, I mean, part of the, let's not get too meta with the conversation, but the music industry does use and dispose of yeah, people. That's so once true. that guy lost his value after those few weeks of TikTok, fuck it that's true not our problem but like uh, again like he like did revolutionize their career sure a little bit right like and bake for ocean spray made a cranberry juice brand yeah Yeah. (laughs) that might be a good case study in general right so i guess it works both ways yeah social media could obviously revitalize artists and make artists yeah so yeah let me i mean let me ask you this does does kate bush go number one without social media existing Yes. Okay. I think she goes number one because Stranger Things is just such a such a hit, such a massive right. hit. Like people are going to listen to that regardless if it's being counted on social media or not. Let me ask you this: 
Does Blinding Lights go number one without it? I don't know. I think because uh, he dropped that the same day as he dropped Heartless. Yeah, November. And I think Heartless charted higher. I think so too. First. Yeah. And then Blinding Lights took yeah. off. I can tell you one thing for sure, for certain. Blinding Lights would not be the most streamed song on the planet of all time without the TikToks. I thought you were going to say without the idol. <laughs> <laughs> without the TikToks and without COVID. Yeah. So he had a, he had more than a couple things. No, yeah. The the dan- That's what I'm saying. Like Artists make songs on specifically geared towards TikTok and Instagram reels based, based off of dancing. Right. But then some of them just benefit from, from it without making it for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go through artists then who you think would have a better uh better or worse or the same, same career okay with with TikTok existing yeah i actually have a good uh a good um graphic for this i okay. saw on instagram the other day it was the uh the top 50 streamed rappers of all time on spotify okay of all time some of them are cringe i'm going to i don't i haven't shared this list with you yet so you want to go from the bottom or the top? You want to go 1 well, to 50 or 50 to 1? Let's or? go 50 to 1. Um, I'm just going to name some off here. Um, do you want me to start at 50 and just start naming down? Do your thing. All right, so 50, we have French Montana. Okay. I don't. Ha- do we have time to respond to each one? Uh, and French Montana's on there because of Unforgettable. That's what I'm saying. So Sway Lee, yeah, but he's also Sway Lee's also on here. Himself. I bet he is. I bet he's he's probably number he's probably top five. I would bet because Sunflower is, I think this is this sounds made up, but it's not. He's either sixteen or eighteen times platinum. I believe it. Yeah. No, that's on Sunflower, hit. which I fucking hate that song. I yeah. love that song. I hate it. It's a hit. I hate it. Fair. It's because I'm a Post Malone hater. Yeah. Well, he's dropping a new album soon. <laughs> Don't care. Literally could not kill us. We will not be covering that on this show. Okay. I'll, I'm just going to name them, and you tell me better or worse. I'll, I'll try and pick artists. Not have, all 50, though, right? No, I'll try and pick artists that have benefited or not benefited from okay. streams. Okay. okay. Or from TikTok and social from, media, yeah, not yeah, streams. Yeah. Not streams. TikTok and social media. So um, 47, we have Jack Harlow. Definitely benefited. I agree. But I think his appeal is more about like teenage girls lusting after him. But yeah. I guess that is consistent with what TikTok exists as. 46, Meg. Meg the Stallion. I would say neutral. I think benefited too. Savage. Or, yeah, Savage was a massive hit on TikTok, no? Mm. I, think, I think she would have been massive regardless. She still would have been the same. She would have still had the same gravitational pull, but... yeah. I think before we go forward, I actually have to mention this. I don't actually have TikTok at all. Me either. Yeah. Maybe we're the wrong guys. <laughs> to do this can, we, can we get an emergency guest on right now? Yeah. I don't, I don't think we need to have TikTok to understand social media trends. No, obviously. Because like we're still seeing them. Yeah. Like they're all over IG, right. it's Twitter. Just, yeah, we People might just, just repost. Yeah. A week late maybe. Yeah. So uh, at 43, Roddy Rich. Massive benefit because of the box. The box was just yeah. insane. Yeah. 2020 was Roddy Rich's year. Right. And that part of the conversation that we need to be firm on is the COVID part of it. Yeah. Because everyone being inside made them just do TikToks. So TikTok grew as a platform and by association, hip hop and artists and songs like this grew. Yes. Yeah. 100%. 
Um, this one you don't have to answer. I think it's just kind of funny that he's up here this high. Um, at 40, there's Macklemore. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, no comment. Yeah, I'm going to skip through. If you, got, if you guys would like to see the full list. Um, links in the bio. Links in the bio, yeah. Um, at 35, DJ Khaled. He makes music specifically for TikTok. I agree. And I think he's I was he, just about to he, say he is that. a key example of the kind of music we should be pushing back against when they make it specifically for that reason. Yeah. It's 100%, embarrassing. 100% agree. Yeah, yeah, it's embarrassing. Even though his last album did have some hits on there. Two at the top. Like, I don't think God Did or No Secrets was made for TikTok. I think those are just good <laughs> songs with our guys on there. You know what No Secret means to me. Yeah. I mean, it's 40 Personal. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Let it run. Um, 26, Tyler. I would say he's the opposite. He makes music... For himself. For himself. Could not care less about social media. Probably doesn't benefit from it either. Yeah. And I appreciate that he does that. 25, Gunna. The goat. The goat. <laughs> My goat. Yeah. Um, it's funny that at 21 is Metro and 22 is Migos. I would say uh, this is a tough one. I think Metro is a big one for me because I myself made a TikTok to 10 Freaky Girls. Oh yeah, yeah. You've probably seen it. Probably, it's kind of cringe. And I think shout out Kellen, he's in there too. And I think Creepin is just such a massive hit on socials nowadays. It's right. Like, yeah. I I, but that goes kind of back to the sample part of the conversation. I that's think, true. I think there is a connection between old school samples, TikTok, and hits. Yeah. So. I mean, it's nostalgia, right? Yeah. It's nostalgia at its finest. It's like. I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to figure out what what the answer to this is because samples have been around in hip hop for forever. Yeah. So they haven't started using them just because of TikTok. I think it just TikTok helps elevate the sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. At twenty, the baby. <laughs> Bigger problems next. Yeah. Eighteen, Cardi B. Okay. Um, benefited in some ways, but. A way that it negatively impacted her with social media was, I think, some slander and rumors that were that that made the rounds about her that tried to devalue her as an artist. Yeah, like all the stories about what she did as a stripper and stuff like that. I think social media uh, disproportionately negatively impacted. And the ghostwriting. Right. Totally. So she she actually probably has negative. I, I would move to that with her. Um, fair. What about at uh, 11, Uzi? Definitely benefits. I think so, too. Doesn't make it for it, but definitely benefits. Well, Just Wanna Rock has just completely taken right. over. Right? He knows that it'll go off on there, but I don't think he's making it for a specific sound. Yeah. I mean, Uzi was at 11. Our top 10 like probably don't make music for TikTok. At all. Barring. barring. Looking at that top 10, who do you think benefits the most from TikTok existing? Um... I don't know, bro. These are all solid. <laughs> Big hitters. Um, do you want me to name you 10 to 1 and you tell me? Yeah, go quick. So 10, Nikki. N- 9, J. Cole. 8, Future. 7, Kendrick. 6, Travis. 5, XXXTentacion. 4, Juice World. 3, Kanye. 2, Eminem. And 1, Drake. Uh, can you do 10 to 8 again? Yeah, so 10, Nicki Minaj, 9, J. Cole, 8 is Future. I think, weirdly enough, J. Cole benefits it 
benefits from it a lot without trying to do it for that. Yeah. I mean, he's all I, over I, socials because, like, he's hooping. Yeah. He's... I, Gen Z is probably just finding out about Four Souls Drive. Yeah, just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and to them, that seems probably just groundbreaking. Yeah. So and I, also I have think, a feeling uh, it's, it's – Four Souls Drive is making its way across. Yeah. And, like, rest in peace, but I also think Juice World and both – Juice World and XXX and Tassion kind of benefit from social media because without – like – Social media is allowing their legacies not to die. Yeah. Right? Th- that like, gets a bit more nuanced, though. Yeah. That's when, fair. When we start bringing in. Yeah. That's fair. I just think, like, we just always hear them. No, for sure. But in general, I don't want to go down this path right now, but in general, artists who have passed away are always going to have, you know, fans are going to have a diluted version of who they actually were. Yeah. And how good their music actually was. That's fair. Yeah. That's it. I mean, we're not on TikTok, so we might have a bad yeah. viewpoint. For those of you that are on TikTok, let us know. Yeah, please let expose us, us for being wrong. Yeah, let us know. If we have a blind negatives. spot, if we have a blind spot, tell us. If we're blinded by the lights, let us fucking know. Yeah, for sure. But until then, yeah. Casey, have fun in the Philippines. Singapore, actually. Oh. I thought you were going to the Philippines. No, Singapore. <laughs> Did you lie to me? <laughs> well, currently I'm there. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. When this episode drops, Casey will be apparently in Singapore, I yeah, thought. I'll be in Singapore, and then I'm taking a cruise to Thailand, back to Singapore. So, um, first time in Asia, super excited. Respects. I'm going to go out there and interview people for I Bleed the Culture. Yeah. See what the global um scope of the industry is. And Make sure you wear your merch. Yeah, for sure. I'm not taking the sweater off. Hey, we just got our two prototypes. Um, the large scale version will be available in the next couple weeks. Yeah. So we so, got you. Merch is coming out soon. This is I Plead the Culture, episode 14. 14, we're out. Peace. Peace.